stargazers, welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take any topic that is either astrological or related to relationships and romance. I investigate under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I'm your host, Sandra Misek, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. So to start off with stargazers, I am very sorry that I missed you last week. Unfortunately, I actually got into a car accident. Uh, the other person, it was not my fault. The other person had hit me, but with the impact and with how fast this person revved her engine and how fast she also ran a stop sign, I actually did get injured. Uh, my chest was really rather sore for a good whole week, I'd have to say. I, I missed like two days of work as well. So my whole life kind of came to a standstill. Um, but, you know, there was one bit of a good blessing that came from it. You know, a um, far more, a little, you know, even more mindful than I was before behind the wheel. But also, B, uh, it kind of notified me because I just felt like everything was very topsy-turvy within that day. And it kind of just made me wonder, like, what the hell is going on um, all the way around with life? It actually, um, all this clarity kind of came up when the annular eclipse arrived on Saturday, October the 14th. So very much like with a lunar eclipse, normally the days that kind of precede a solar eclipse can be rather topsy-turvy, very chaotic, um, just very, it just seems like all the bad things in the world kind of become attracted to you. At least that's how I felt personally. I just felt like a magnet for all the bad things and the car crash was no exception to that. But it's kind of common to feel that way as well. And um, on top of this, the further blessing about the annular eclipse was that it gave me inspiration for this week's episode. So this week's episode, we're just exploring solar eclipses, whether we're in the annular eclipse like we were this last Saturday, or whether we're in a total eclipse like we're going to be in April of next year, which will be kind of interesting. It'll be um, on a Wednesday. So I will be at work, um, but it'll be kind of interesting to see like how the the sunlight will shift and, you know, how it'll look um, even just through work windows, um, you know, kind of looking out the window um, for the time being. But yeah, this Saturday, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was kind of, I was able to see a little bit of it in Colorado. Uh, it really, the annular eclipse was um, able to be seen throughout southwestern United States, the southwestern portion of the United States. I know Texas really saw it in full. And I think they even had a situation where there was total darkness when the total eclipse occurred, the ring of fire actually occurred. And I think also Mexico, um, there are portions of Mexico, I think Mexico City particularly, that also saw that in full, which I think was really, that's really awesome. Here in Colorado, it just looked like it was twilight 
at 10 o'clock in the morning. It was kind of weird. It was kind of interesting. Uh, I remembered I was, I, I didn't even know we were in the eclipse when it was happening, but I remember I was taking out the trash and then I was looking around me like, wow, I feel like I'm wearing shades, but I'm not wearing shades. So um, that was kind of, like I said, just kind of interesting. And I, I think I remembered from 2017 with the total eclipse that uh, that actually it appeared the day appeared that way um, with the total eclipse. But anyway, what do eclipses mean in general? So, like within astrology and also within sinistry astrology. So, whereas there's a very major astronomical influence, and it's a it's a day where everybody can get involved in science, which is really kind of neat and interesting, like in astrophysics particularly. Um, you know, also astrologically, there's a huge profound effect when it comes to the solar eclipse or to solar eclipses. Um, so where the lunar eclipse is all about letting go, the solar eclipse is actually all about letting in. It's basically where doors are opening. However, according to tarot.com and according to the Hindustan Times, um, uh, the Hindustan Times as well, it does indicate a situation where we do kind of become submerged in darkness. In a way, it does kind of act like a Pluto transit um, where we're kind of probing deep inside ourselves and really kind of illuminating our souls and also our purpose on this earth. And I know particularly like just as of now, like within this last week, and also last week as well, too, before the car crash, I've been kind of craving really deep things, you know, spiritual things to do, you know, such as meditation work or, um, you know, just really deep mystical sort of work as well, too, which I kind of feel is part of the solar eclipse. Um, however, I do have to say the stargazers, I've got blend in sinistry with the general side of the the solar eclipse. In this last week alone, I kind of have felt that um, when it comes to relationships, we can actually do a lot better. So according to the Hindustan Times, they have a beautiful metaphor where they mentioned that the sun basically in astrology represents our ego and with the solar eclipse, the moon is essentially blocking out the sun's rays. So um, not only is it a time for deep, you know, not only probing deep with inside our soul self and also our inner emotional sort of self of what the moon represents, but also in Hinduism, it's representing how the ego is being blocked. And the Hindustan Times had mentioned that this is a great time for working on past karma that no longer serves you or on, you know, past matters that really are kind of blocking you from view. I really would like to emphasize the karma on this one. This is a great time to really clear out the karma before um, the shadow ellipses and before the doors start opening. And how this relates to, um, you know, the, the relationships is that I've been seeing a lot of people, yes, they're submerged in the darkness, but really they all they do is just wallow or all they do is just kind of fall into its trap. 
a good example came about within work where my manager had uh, changed a project what to what she thought was better. Um, however, it was still a new change. Instead of checking in with all of her subordinates or checking in with all of her coworkers to see if they were navigating, you know, yours truly being one of those coworkers, to seeing if uh, we were navigating this project well, she actually waited until the last minute, you know, kind of expecting that we would read her mind. And basically, she called me in, she chewed me out, talked down to me like I was some sort of subhuman and like I was just, you know, the the, mo the most idiotic person on the face of the earth. Did I also mention she's a Virgo? Yeah, Virgs, you're not really in favor with me right now. Your, your behavior right now is not really in favor with me. Um, I'll discuss that in just a moment. But with this Virgo boss, she yelled at me with her hair on fire at the 13th hour two days later. And I kind of felt like this was submerged in darkness. Not only did I felt disrespected, but I just feel like this has been a pattern of behavior with hers, where it's like she's waits till the 13th hour to change stuff. And she waits till the 13th hour to check in when really she should be doing this as she goes. Instead of actually learning that this was a big, huge mistake of hers, she took it out on me. Now, my colleagues, I wasn't the only one who made a mistake. One of my colleagues made the same mistake, and she actually treated her with kid gloves about a day after. So not only was there a mistake perpetuating, but also there was a double standard. So already, I, I'm just, I'm seeing a lot of this with everybody where it's like they're taking their darkest sides Virgos, I'm going to actually point to you for just a minute because I'm seeing this a lot with you. Um, Virgos, I understand that the solar eclipse happened in your second house. So this is, you know, the solar eclipse has been affecting how you gain money and how you earn money. However, communication, clear communication and clear organization is going to be key in this time. So waiting to the 13th hour to notify anybody of anything is not a good step. Also, procrastinating or, you know, waiting till your hair is on fire is also not going to help you. And by the way, may I also just say for those of you who have a double standard, double standard meaning that you favor one person over others or that you favor a group of people over someone else. First off, this is Libra season, and we're double standards are not favored under Libra season. And especially with the solar eclipse, it actually happened in Libra. You know, um, this is not a great time to favor people. This is not a great time to have double standards. If that's how you're going to act, this time is not going to favor you. Okay, already right there in a nutshell, that is karma that needs to be worked on right there. And I'm so sorry, Stargazers. I feel like I'm getting up on my soapbox, but I'm just, I see this time after time, mistake after mistake. And I feel like I just, I have to speak out on this. If you're just going to, you know, make, you know, just kind of wallow in the darkness of this solar eclipse, 
it's not going to help you. You know, the point of this, of this situation is to learn from the dark parts of yourself and evolve for it. So in the case of my boss, instead of just yelling at me, she could have actually pulled herself to the side and said, okay, what can I do better to make sure that my project runs smoothly? You know, aside from making changes, what else can I do to make sure that everybody is on the same page? Because partially you are responsible to make sure that everyone's on the same page. It's not just up to your colleagues. Um, you know, what can I do better when it comes to double standards? How can I not pick favorites? How can I favor everybody? How can I treat everybody on the same par? How can I treat everybody fairly? And I think that's what a lot of people are missing right now is how can I treat people fairly in this time? And I feel the more that, um, you know, my boss could have worked with this, with the solar eclipse influence, I feel like the more that she could have gained her composure and I feel like the more that she could, the more would have benefited her instead of doing what she is prone to doing, which is sliding further into her dark self, into the, the dark shadows of herself. But it's not just my boss, Stargazers. I just kind of feel like in relationships in general, it seems like everyone's just sliding into their default dark mode, their shadow side. And really, again, um, this is a great time to work through that karma. Like working through that karma is saying to yourself, what can I do better? Especially if you have an argument with a loved one or as with the case this evening, my, my neighbor right next to me told me to shut up out of nowhere. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, instead of just acting on impulse blindly, taking a step to the side and saying, what can I do better? How can I be a better person? I feel that that's going to benefit, you know, again, that's the whole point of the solar eclipse is to, you know, how can I be a whole better person as opposed to just sliding more into my shadow self, sliding more into the darkness and taking pity on myself over the darkness. Because I, I feel like the damage in the relationships uh, with that regard are very tenfold. I know I felt very not only disrespected this last week, I also just felt like I kind of feel like I might be fired this week um, from my, my job. I really hope not, but it's just it's starting to feel as that because of this, you know, because of somebody's oversight. Actually, I don't want to say it's oversight for somebody's lack of sight in that regard. So um, like I said, just to kind of sum up with the Hindustan Times, look at your karma. I think that's going to help you through the darkness and really um, with that dark shadow that's, you know, befalling over us. And of course, what I did in turn with my boss, instead of yelling at her and saying, hey, I'm not going to take this, yada, yada, yada. I just kind of clammed up, just went back to my desk, tried to put out the fire, tried to do what I could. Because again, I really just knew that every single thing that I do right now is going to impact me in the future, which comes to my next point when it comes to the solar eclipse, which is 
you know, according to Rachel Stewart Haas, this is a time when doors can open. Also, tarot.com also has mentioned this as well, where doors can actually prop open and there are new opportunities that can come your way. One big new opportunity is becoming a new person. Who doesn't want to have that? I mean, I think somebody who does not want to have that has to be really crazy. I mean, this is a great transformative period. It's a great time where we can be our better selves, especially in relationships, you know, especially if we work with those dark parts of ourselves, work with our karma a little bit more and pull ourselves aside and say, what can I do better? You know, we become better human beings and we show up far more for colleagues. We show up far more for our significant others. We show up far more for our girlfriends, for our boyfriends, for all relationships, even our family members, when we become better people. And it's just a matter of just like stepping back and kind of doing that work, really. But the uh, new opportunities um, with Rachel Stewart-Haas, what she's mentioning, um, like I said, it's kind of like with the new moon um, and kind of like with doors opening, there's opportunities that come ahead. And normally those opportunities depend on how much are you working with the karma that you already have and, um, you know, really kind of being more open to those newer opportunities, you know, not only becoming a better person for relationships, but also having a new life or having a new mindset in life. It's actually not uncommon during a solar eclipse that um, people end up, you know, either pursuing new hobbies or have new interests or have new mindsets, possibly a paradigm shift um, most likely occurs. You know, we're going through a very deeply transformative stage in our lives um, during a solar eclipse. So um, what, you know, Rachel Stewart-Haas usually recommends is that this is actually a good time to launch that new project or that new hobby. And I think really with the new project, what she's mentioning, I think she's not just mentioning work, but also she's mentioning in your personal life as well. Like say, I know with 2017, with the solar eclipse there, I had an interest to learn opera, to learn how to sing opera for quite some time, but I kept forgetting that interest. Uh, it was until I sporadically, and it kind of felt like um, there was synchronicity behind this comic but I saw this comic that was making a joke about opera singers and that's where it hit me. It was like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is a, this is a good thing to do. And with that said, you know, it didn't open, you know, the door that opened was that it really helped me through, you know, this is a time when I was actually behind the chair, you know, holding my barber's license. And um, it just, it really helped me through stressful times at that time you know, particularly with customers who were rather picky. And it also helped me uh, to really prioritize what was more important um, in my life, you know, whether it was the drama that was happening at work every day or whether I could get away from that drama. And actually uh, working with my voice was really helpful um, with that regard. The other things that also happened, unfortunately, I became injured that year, I also, you know, through the injury, I not only found an incredible physical therapist, but I also found Pilates. And with Pilates, that actually helped me 
to heal my joints and support my joints a lot better, far better than what I was doing before um, the injury. You know, when I was before the injury, I really wasn't taking very good care of myself when I really needed to. So, um, you know, sometimes, you know, again, um, you know, launching a new project or launching a new hobby. It's kind of, like I said, again, it's um, a great time for that. That's also, like I said, a new door. Sometimes you might find uh, with uh, the solar eclipse is that those doors sometimes pop open. You know, like with Pilates, it just kind of popped open for me. Um, with singing, with opera singing, it just kind of popped open for me. It just kind of, just kind of happened out of, out of like synchronicity. And sometimes that also happens during this time as well. But definitely if you're like, if you've been thinking about like writing or you've been thinking about acting or, um, you're thinking about knitting and you haven't made that, that first step yet or learning a new language, um, this is a great time to do that. Um, especially now with the, the solar eclipse. Uh, Rachel Stewart Haas also mentions, uh, solar eclipse, a great time to cleanse your home and yourself. Uh, particularly, you know, when she says cleansing your home, you know, not like, you know, you don't literally have to just, do the sage work. You know, a lot of people think about burning sage or Palo Santo, wafting it around the home. I mean, you could do that. That's, that's always beneficial. But what she's mentioning here is literally cleaning, like overhauling the mess in your home and literally cleaning in places that you would not normally clean to make a fresh new start. I think also a clean home or just a you know clean home makes for a more comforting space. And I think also too, um, kind of taking in line with Zen Buddhism, the cleaner the space, the more uncluttered your space, the more uncluttered your mind. And so, and I think feng shui also advocates for this. You unclutter your mind, you unclutter yourself. And it's kind of like you start a new, well, you kind of start with a new headspace when you start with a new, you know, clean space at home. And also cleansing yourself. I mean, making sure that, you know, maybe you might use new soap or you might, you know, just like kind of make sure that you're clean in areas where you normally don't think that you're clean. And just really um, also making sure that you're starting on a good foot. You know, you're starting afresh, like you have an uncluttered mind, you're starting fresh, you're starting anew, everything's all good. Of course, like I said, starting afresh also means taking out that Palo Santo or that sage and wafting it through the air of your home. That's also all and well and welcome. I feel like I might need to waft some, you know, speaking of, I feel like I might need to waft some sage, not only in my room, but maybe at my work desk as well, too. It's, it's just an idea, actually. Or you can light a candle, too. That's that's another another great way to uh, cleanse your space, cleanse your home, and also kind of just bring a little more liveliness into your environment as well, too. Uh, Rachel Stewart-Haas also mentions planting new seeds, either literally or figuratively. So if you're in gardening season, she mentions obviously getting your hands dirty, planting those new seeds. Uh, right now, though, it, uh, the solar eclipse did happen in the middle of October. I think the only plants that might, and emphasis on the word might, I'm not the expert gardener here, um, but you might get away with would be cold crops 
However, I think cold crops are actually preferred in January. I think it's preferable if you plant those cold crops in January. But if you do want to give it a try, plant those new seeds for those cold crops, you know, for turnips, for carrots, for cabbage, um, any sort of like, tu- uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to say tubular, sorry, but for any sort of plant that grows underground, um, that's considered to be a cold crop because they survive through harsh, cold climates and they grow, they kind of sprout up, um, especially if you plant a cold crop in January, it comes up in spring. With these cold crops, if you want to try to plant them now, it would be interesting. Actually, please let me know if you're if you're planning on doing that and like seeing like where it goes. Um, like if you do get like a new crop in January, um, in the middle of winter, that would be a blessing. That'd really be a huge blessing, I think. Or um, you know, if it's if it's if it succeeds or if it doesn't, you know, definitely like you know, kind of contact me um, either at the comment section below or on the on my Instagram page um, at Sandra.Mysic. That would be interesting, actually. Um, but whether we're literally planting seeds or figuratively planting seeds as well, too, planting those new seeds of change. So kind of like what I was saying earlier with the Hindustan Times, you know, pulling yourself back and seeing where you can change. You know, instead of just going on past vices, past behavior of what worked for you, kind of like with my boss right now, where she just kind of repeated past vices and just went with that. Um, instead of going on autopilot, like pull yourself to the side and see, it's like, okay, I feel tempted to do this, but I really should be doing this instead. And maybe the thing that you should be doing, try activating. Um Actually, uh, kind of a little aside here, or not really an aside, but I think something that could help with planting new seeds and also help out with their karma is something that I've been doing for quite some time, or not quite some time, just for the last couple of months, which is keep a thought log. Um, if you're, because I, I know for myself, I do have anxiety and it actually has helped my anxiety tremendously. Normally when I get anxious or when I get irritated, I sporadically act in the moment. And sometimes that's not always the best thing. My thought log actually helps um, in the regard or the thought log actually helps in regards to what can I do better? How can I ration and reason this out? So it's like you, you kind of basically write down an impulse that you're having and then you logically think through it. So like, for instance, with my boss, I'm about ready to smash skulls. I'm about ready to chew this person out. I'm about ready to, you know, do A, B, C, and D. However, the flip side, the logical side of her thought log could have been, hey, you know, in all fairness, I did wait until the 13th hour. Hey, in all fairness, I did wait until I was majorly stressed out. I did not check up with my colleagues, and I really could have done that. Um, you know, I'm about ready to chew this person out. Well, this person is also a good coworker. Maybe we can just talk with her instead and see where she's at, you know, and then on top of that, talk with everybody and see where they're at with the project. You know, again, it's it's just, like I said, a great way to logically reason through things. It also helps, um, you know, it just feels like a journaling project. It actually really helps, um, within action in the moment to make sure that you're not just acting on an impulse. 
or acting on blind impulse at that. And that's, I think, another great way to plant new seeds and also watch your karma. I think that's an easy way to kind of go about it when it comes to the self-transformative process, watching your karma and planting these figurative new seeds. But at this time, Rachel Stewart-Haas also recommends lots of self-care and also journaling to get clear on your intentions. Uh, she actually had mentioned that um, try journaling five goals per day. And these, these are not just workplace goals. These can be goals that uh, you have wanted to pursue in your personal life and start tackling them. And I think that's a great way to start with uh, the new beginning anew as well, too. And then she also mentioned to no escape. So at this time, a lot of people like to escape um, and take escapist tendencies, particularly with the darkness um, that kind of shrouds us. So she mentions no escapist tendencies, particularly drinking alcohol, because that just kind of makes the darkness. It's kind of like when you're drinking alcohol during a Neptune or Pluto transit. It just makes the darkness even darker. And you're just not coming, you're kind of going around in circles. You're not coming up to anything. Plus, if you're getting drunk, um, you're not really doing much or saying much of anything to anyone that's really helpful, including you're not helping you. You're not helping your health. You're not helping your well-being. And you're not helping with that karma that's kind of lingering from before the solar eclipse. So no alcohol, try a new brand of tea instead is what she had recommended. And then also um, intensify workouts um, because it breaks up the anxiety and the chaos. So during the solar eclipse, it's not uncommon to have some drama, mainly because people are going through major metamorphoses and transformation at this time. So sometimes it can amp up the drama in life and people can kind of feel all helter skelter and you know, loopy and kind of running around, um, you know, as though their hair's on fire, you know. So, you know, kind of intensifying a workout really helps in the regard of lessening the stress so that you're not a part of the helter-skelter as well, too. I actually have tried this. I was actually driven to try this because I, you know, during the solar eclipse, I actually regain some weight that I thought I lost last month. So um, I actually started HIIT workouts and it, it does really help. It really helps with relaxation. It helps with sleep at night. Um, it just helps with overall, you know, I, I feel really much better, a little more energized um, for work, a little more focused as well too. And also it just, it, I think more than anything, it kind of just helps to tone down everything that's going awry and crazy um, in life as well. Some things that I can also recommend from what I learned in 2017, in order to open up the new possibilities and the newness that's going to be coming into your life. So in order to fully walk into that open door without stumbling on it or without missing it, actually open up to your intuition so sometimes with intuition, some there are some, like myself, I have different Claire's that I access, particularly Claire audience. For me, I hear what's going on in the world at large. Sometimes good, sometimes not so good. Um, but, you know, sometimes there are those who might be more clairvoyant, might be more clairsentient. 
Um, I would just say pay particular attention to those clairs and see where they guide you. I also say this is a great time if you're not really, you don't really know what clairs are and you're not, you're, you're like, well, intuition, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I've, I've never used my intuition before. Well, first off, you're not, you're not alone. There are a lot of individuals who don't really, you know, especially in Western society, we're just so in our heads all the time that we really don't always access um, the intuitive process as well. But one thing I always like to tell people who are, are new to intuition, if nothing else, follow your gut. You know, that, that kind of like that, that annoying grind in the pit of your stomach. Sometimes like if something's going awry, sometimes you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. Or when you feel like you have to take action, you get that feeling. Or sometimes there are individuals who might get a feeling like in their back or they might get a feeling in another extremity of their body. Um, listening to that, you know, listening to that feeling, that feeling of go, you know, that, that feeling of where you need to go as well too, that will help. Actually, I feel like because my intuition was open, that's how I actually discovered opera singing as well as Pilates in 2017. So definitely keep your, your intuition open. Also be willing to um, act on any sort of, you know, higher vibrational energy. I particularly have found that healing energy like Reiki, massage therapy are really great to do at this time. Maybe pursuing massage therapy, maybe pursuing Reiki, maybe just going for like a healing um, sort of tradition or healing uh, sort of system that works for you. That's actually a really great way to kind of clear yourself up so that you're a little more open for opportunities that come knocking further along. Also, um, along with healing, you know, again, expressing love, expressing support, um, you know, really expressing, you know, higher vibrational um, emotions and higher vibrational sentiments, I think are also very helpful for when we're transitioning through this time uh, during the solar eclipse. And then above all, I do agree with be open to new discovering new workouts. Things do happen suddenly, but I think the more that you're open to your intuition or the more that you're open to higher vibrational um, states of emotion, I think the better you're able to navigate through those things. So Stargazers, I know this is kind of like a short and sweet episode, but I do hope this episode on the solar eclipse was helpful. I do hope that the soul, for those of you who did see the annual eclipse, that it was wonderful for you. That was bright. For me, it was really kind of cool. And, you know, while it was kind of weird, it was really kind of cool by the same token. Um, again, it's like the, the day in which everybody becomes an, an astronomer and, and a scientist. Um, it's also just a day to just really revel in what's going on um, astronomically as well as astrology wise too. It's really, it's really very interesting. But stargazers, um, unlike me in the last week, um, really be safe out there because there are still people who are driving like maniacs. There are still individuals who are just kind of doing whatever they want to do in that moment. So be extra cautious, be extra careful. I do hope that you guys are being safe and being well. 
that you're able to look up at. The stars, we're actually in a new moon phase right now. And it is just lovely and wonderful um, that just to see that crescent moon in the sky. But above all, it also gives us a little bit of a break from the, the craziness of the solar eclipse. Above all, stargazers, as I said earlier, I do hope that you are well. And stargazers, I really do make this promise between now and next week. I will talk to you next week. If you have any questions or comments for Sandra Misek, you can contact her at Misek, M-I-S-E-K, dot Sandra at gmail.com. You can also contact her at Instagram at Sandra dot Misek. Again, that's M-I-S-E-K. Also, for as little as $2 per month, you can become a Patreon to this podcast. Visit patreon.com forward slash 7th house astrology for more details.